Right, guys. So it is the uh, big, ugly, and dirty Mike here. What up? Chatting it up. About to get into this uh, WrestleMania uh, on Sunday. Uh, just to let you guys know, Mike mentioned earlier that uh, he had met a lot of different wrestlers. He has a Billy Gunn story. So one of these podcasts, we're going to get <laughs> Dirty Mike here to tell us about all of his run-ins with all of these WWE stars, current and former, because trust me, he has a lot of good stories for you. I so, do. I have a yeah. Gold Dust story. I have an Angelina Love and Mickey James story. I know you would like that one, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I got a Superfly Jimmy Snuka story, even though, um, you know... He had some a little bit of trouble, you know, coming back on him. But yeah, I got some stories. Um, I've got gotten to see some things in the uh, the independent wrestling world, and it's pretty cool. So some of you might know me out there, but I'm not going to reveal myself just yet. Right now, I'm Dirty Mike. Um, but you know, and if I want to do that, and you know, maybe we can even get uh, some of my, the organizations I work with to sponsor each other, and we can sponsor the Dirty Ugly podcast. I like um, it. <laughs> so we're going we're going to work that yeah, out. Let's do it. So thank you, yeah. sir. Uh, I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Um, now. Dirty Mike, the Dirty. man. I'm, I'm the man, but you're the man, too, man. <laughs> he, big just ugly. Him, he just put himself over. <laughs> I, That's awesome. <laughs> so, you know, you got to put yourself over sometimes. You got to. But I'm going to put you, you over, to. too, because, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's a beautiful yeah. thing. I'm the big ugly. You I'm are. Big. Thank you. You are not ugly at all. <laughs> you are big, though. Yeah. <laughs> but you're bigger than me. Yeah. We're big, but we're big boys. Yeah. But in a good way. All right. So, as the big ugly mentioned, we're going to talk about the main event of this podcast which is WrestleMania. Once a year, it's happened 31 times already. This is number 32. They are going to break their record from WrestleMania 3 as far as attendance, 93,173. I know they'll inflate that number a little bit. We all know that. But the paid attendance already for this event is surpassing any paid attendance for any WWE event ever. And they are going to, I believe they're going to break 100. It's just how far over are they going to break it? Right. The funny thing is, uh, I actually heard, and this is a rumor. Once again, rumors uh, is that they actually, 93 wasn't what they actually booked into that WrestleMania. And that it was actually somewhere around the 70s, but they kind of inflated the numbers. Now, once again, that hasn't been verified. WWE has always stood to the 93,000. So that's all we have to go off of. Right. All right. But I do believe and agree that they're going to get that 100 in there. I think so. This Which is, is shocking. I was concerned because with so many injuries, I was really worried about the card. Um, and the funny thing is I heard Vince Russo say that he didn't think that the card mattered, that no matter what, WrestleMania is such a spectacle right. that it's people like, are going to – it could be all of the mid-carders wrestling. It's the people Super Bowl. It's the extravaganza. It's the experience. I believe in you. Yeah. So, so, so I, th- I do think they're going to do it. But like you said, how far over 100, I don't know. But if they make it to our 100, that's a feat in itself, man. They uh, just packed the AT&T Stadium. There's like, only a crazy. couple of actual stadium venues in this world yeah. that can even fit that. And AT&T, um, brand new stadium, Bobby's World, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys, they have fit 100,000 people in there for a basketball game before. Um, so they can do it for wrestling. Um, they can do it for pro wrestling. I think the WWE can do it, and that's going to be something that they're going to dine out on for a long time. Yeah. And like you said, the card, we were concerned. We were both concerned. We were like, when are they going to start booking this card? Yeah. When are they? What are they going to start? And how are they going to have with no Seth Rollins, no John Cena, especially those two, what are we going to do? So at a surprise move for everybody, they put the World Heavyweight Championship on Triple H. 
And I know we talked about that before. We'll get to that. All right. I will okay. Get to that. All right. I know you want you want to blow, man. <laughs> yeah. You want to blow up, but don't do it yet. Hey, let's um, let's go through some of the I say undercard or midcard matches um, because everything has potential to uh, be great on the show. Let's talk about first the yearly annual now Andre the Giant Battle Royal, um, right. where they're going to put at least twenty guys that. Uh, are not getting pushed, don't have storylines, you know, no big deal. Um, you know, they're going to put them in this battle royal, and the winner of the battle royal will get the trophy and not necessarily get a push into what's going on next time. But um, it is a good thing. I think it's a way to get everybody on the show. I think it's, you know, a featured match. Andre the Giant's been a, a big name, first ever Hall of Famer. Um, I think that's uh, going to be good. Tell me what you think about that, Ugly. Uh, I'm looking at my notes here mm. on this, and my note reads, Andre the Giant Battle Royal, no clue. And that is, <laughs> I, <laughs> I have no idea or any opinion on who I think is going to win. I mean, it's, it's really, I'm really just in the dark. I have no idea who I think will come out on top. I mean. I, I can't I, call a winner yeah. either. Right now we only know six participants yeah. Um, and one of them is Big Show, and he won last year. Right. So we know he's not going to win. You know what? Yeah, go ahead and name another five for it. Okay. You know so it is all four of the social outcasts, which we talked about before yeah. Heath Slater, Bo Dallas, um, Adam, Rose. Uh, Adam Rose, and uh, Mr. Perfect Son, Kurt, Curtis uh, Axel. Uh, Curtis Axel. You know, Axelmania was one of the greatest gimmicks of all yeah. time. But what? Where, where the heck is Damian Sandow? Uh, he has been wrestling on the. Um, on the road shows, he has been wrestling in uh, singles and tag matches. He's still around, so I don't know if they're waiting for a chance to put him back on TV, if they want to send him down to NXT to make an impact, but he's still around. Okay. I love Damian Sandow, by I the way. Great. Right. Um, the Miz Dow gimmick was one of the best things I, and it happened by accident, and it was one of the best things I ever saw it, in my life. It was life. great. It was great. They, they dropped the ball on it. Towards the end, with the feud with Miz, yeah. they, they definitely dropped the ball. Yeah. We're not going to get stuck on that. We'll, we'll save that for another time. <laughs> Maybe that's a whole podcast of when WWE dropped the ball. But yeah, to get back to this, all right. So we got we got the social outcast in there. We got the Big Show and Kane and Kane. Um, so we only know six participants. We can assume that it, they're just going to empty out the rest of the locker room. Yeah, of people that don't have matches, more than likely. Um, but even still, I mean. It's like 30 guys. I'm, I'm like wondering because... I think it's going to be 20. It's going to be 20. All right, so it's like 20 guys. Um, you got a lot of guys on the card already. Like Which you is, got a seven-man ladder match. Yeah, and we'll get to that. Yeah, now, normally, we'll get, WrestleMania, so, four-hour event, they only have seven or eight matches, and some of them are big, high-profile matches yeah. that last a half an hour with entrances. Yeah. My thing is, I'm guessing they're putting a bunch of NXT guys in there, too. You know, I, I have to agree with you, and that's a good thing. I mean, they put Ideo Itami in there last year, yeah. and they made a big deal that he won a tournament at Access, and he made his way in. But I think you're right. I think they can put a lot of NXT guys in yeah. there. Yeah, get them some exposure. I, I don't. It, it won't hurt. Like you said. And if they run with this yeah. brand extension, this feud between yeah. things, that that's going to help. I feel like the Andre Giant uh, Battle Royal is more for – the superstars then for the people. Because, you know, it's kind of a chance just to get them some exposure on there, get them a payday, get them their WrestleMania moment. Yeah, get them walk out the yeah, aisle exactly. and experience, experience WrestleMania, you know. And, it, I mean, we kind of get to enjoy it, obviously, because it's a match. But, you know, 
obviously we can see from the Big Show winning that trophy doesn't really do much storyline wise. Yeah, and know. the Big Show has been you know done so much in his career, and he's on the back end of his career. Yeah. Um, and I, I wish him well. I love the Big Show, and I love his character. You talk about character driven. That man can act. Yeah. Um, he's, he's funny great. as heck. Yeah. Now I want to bring this up. You might not. Um, I don't know if this came into your head, but it came into mine earlier this week. So, we're in Texas. I believe the winner of the Battle Royal is going to be Mark Henry. Mark Henry is born and bred in Texas. Mark Henry is at the end of his career. Mark Henry, and he's another one that I believe needs to go into the Hall of Fame. Oh, that's he's, he's already in. So, Come he's on. first ballot. Yeah. You know, I don't think he'll main event the Hall of Fame, but I think he goes in. But yeah, I sure. think, because, I mean, he's had some, some decent WrestleMania moments in the past. I think this is going to be his WrestleMania moment. He is believable to win a Battle Royal. He's 350 pounds. He's big. He's huge. He's the world's strongest man. Yeah. He's sexual chocolate. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, you know, and he, he did it with Mae Young. Well, anyway. Uh, but And Mae Young gave birth to a hand. To but a that's hand. an entire yeah. whole other podcast. Another WWE dropped the balls for that <laughs> podcast. All right. Go but ahead. that's what I think. I, he hasn't been announced yet, and I think they're going to fill up with the rest of the WWE roster and some of the NXT guys. But I believe Mark Henry is going to win that battle royal. And he's not going to do anything for his career pushing it forward. His career is behind him. But it's a WrestleMania moment. It's a WrestleMania moment. Um, he deserves it, obviously. Swig a beer for uh, Mark Henry. Yeah. Austin is going to sue us. Like, we got to <laughs> stop saying this. No. Now, so, that just assumes Austin's going to listen to our right. podcast. And oh, if he yeah. does, he's going to say, son of a bitch. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway. So, I do think that... Uh, that Henry can go ahead and uh, he'll, he'll win the match. I do I do agree with that. That'd be cool. It's in his hometown. Why not give him that moment? And we know Henry's going to retire soon. Like yeah. He, I, I doubt he's going to keep going. Nah. He, and I like him, too. He's a good worker. He's uh, always very stiff, um, but and he's always hurt a lot of people. The House of Pain is no joke. Yeah. Um, but, or the Hall of Pain, I should say. But, yeah, I think we're going to do that. So, um, good uh, – Good talk about Good talk. Battle Royale. Yeah, so let's move on to another one of these matches. What's next? Let's go to, um, what do we got in here? Let's go up the list. Um, so we talked about the New Day a little bit earlier. Um, they are the champions, and I don't know if this is a tag team championship match yet. Because right now, it's all four of the League of Nations, which you have Rusev, Sheamus, Wade Barrett, and Alberto Del Rio, which we mentioned a little bit earlier, yeah. against the New Day. Now, right now, it's a four-on-three handicap match, but... I've got conflicting reports. Is this a championship match? Is it not? Does New Day bring in a fourth member? Um, does um, Does Xavier Woods sit back and they bring in Enzo and Cass on this one from NXT and have a four-on-four four there? That would be cool. But there's a lot of things that can happen here. But let's talk about... Uh, we don't want to waste too much time on the League of yeah. Nations. So, I hate the gimmick. Let's just put it that way. I yeah. Four I, guys with a lot of potential with nothing to do. Yeah, I don't. I don't particularly care for them. Just to just to jump into like what the match is going to be. So for the reports I'm getting is that it is a four on three handicap match. Okay. I believe it's it is for the championship. Okay. I think so. That would be so, cool. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. Um. And Let's then you run into say, who pins who, yeah. and then who's the second person yeah. who wins the title. But that's fun, you know? Right, yeah, exactly. So, let's just say I do love the New Day, man. I, I think, <laughs> Me I think, too. Man, I can't wait to hear them. You know, every week, it's like you can't wait to hear them. Oh, Chi-Town. You know, wherever. Yeah, yeah wherever. It's going to be all yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. so I I, um, I do love it. So, um, and I think that the whole Bootios thing, I think it's cool. I just love the way they took their gimmick from being hated 
and just morphed it into something that like everybody's come to right. love. And they just got over, man. That's like that's talent right there. You know what I'm saying? They're the kind of guys we were talking about that they got a chance. Right. It wasn't working for them, so they redid themselves. Right. And then bam. You know, they got over. So they're great. Um I agree. And I the, think they go over in the match. No doubt. I think the new new day goes over. Let me see what my notes say. Uh-oh. All right, I gotta check the notes. All right, do I think? Man, if you put the League of Nations over, I don't know, yeah. man. I just don't. I don't. Be- yeah. I don't believe in it. I love so, all four guys actually, and I, I think they dropped the ball on Wade Barrett. But we'll go get back. Yeah. To that. Oh yeah, we're definitely going to discuss Barrett in oh. a moment. So let me just say this: League of Nations. I do not care for them at all. Yeah, I don't. Either. I don't understand them. I think they got. I think they just got put together at the last minute because of Sheamus being a champion and kind of just wanted Sheamus to have some quote unquote heaters on them. Um, on him, yeah, I but, agree. But uh, there was re- there's really nothing there. They don't they don't they don't serve a purpose. Like when you see the nope. Wyatt family, you see them as a unified group, and right. you see a purpose. I, I don't see what the League of Nations doing. I think they're almost like a tool for the authority. But then it's like once Sheamus lost the belt and kind of went to the background, there was like no more use for them. Yeah. And so it just became their own stable, just kind of floundering around. And I, I think that I don't think anybody really cares for them. All four individuals are great. Athletes, great superstars, but putting them together just hasn't worked. Um, Wade Barrett to do some to talk about him real quick and to do some rumor <laughs> control. Now, rumor says rumor says that Barrett will be leaving WWE. So, That's what we talked so about. That, yeah, so we yeah. talked about that. That Barrett is supposedly planning to leave WWE soon. Um, there's no confirmed reason as to why. I'm probably I'm gonna go ahead and take a take a let me say that it's probably because of the way he's been booked. Yeah, I mean that's definitely true, and he he's been plagued with injury too. So that's, that's true. He's been booked because of the fact that he's not too reliable as far as injuries are concerned. So now he's in a group. He wrestles four times less because if he's in a group, he wrestles with the other people. Mm-hmm. So um, he he has a lot less work on his plate, so he doesn't have to work that hard. Oh, I should say as hard. I will say that I, I feel like WWE gave Wade Barrett many chances. Oh, I yeah. will I will say that it's not that WWE just completely shuffled him to the side because no. they, they put the IC belt on him a few times. They've always pushed him out there. He I was be- the standout guy yes. in like the Nexus, and, the Nexus. and all that yes. all stuff. Yeah. I believe that his Bad News Barrett gimmick was his ticket to the top. Amen. I love the Bad News Barrett gimmick. He gets injured. He comes back. He no longer has the Bad News Barrett gimmick. After he does the King of the Ring. I still, I don't understand to this day if it was his decision or WWE, why they took that away from him. Because ever since then, his his popularity, it just plummeted. This it, is where I, yeah. this is where you and I have talked before, and then we'll talk more on this podcast. But when somebody gets feet under them, when they get over, and the WWE or Vince does not want them to get over, they want them to play the mid card, they want them to play all that, it's like, man... We can't push this guy. We don't want to push this guy. He can't get over right now. So that's where, and I think Barrett got over at the wrong time for the authority, the actual authority right. for Vince. And then that's was a way, you know, with injury and everything like that to kind of break him down. And then, unfortunately, when they did the network special for the King of the Ring, that was kind of the kiss of death because it didn't do anything for him. At all. King Barrett is, I don't believe King it's, Barrett. It's dead, yeah. It ain't it's, nothing. It's, it's dead. So, all right, just to move on, we won't spend too much time on this. So, New Day, I do believe they're going over. They're on winning. Them. You believe that. I don't see any real feud here. I think that it has to end here. Hopefully, the New Day moves on to 
someone else. Yeah, and bigger and better things, and yeah. I, I hopefully the League of Nations breaks up and people go out and do their individual things. Um, Alberto Del Rio beat John Cena clean last year when Cena went out. Nobody beats John Cena, first of all. Second of all, nobody beats him clean. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he's got that underneath of him. King Barrett, Wade Barrett, whatever you want to call him, if he sticks with the company, he can, you know, there's a lot of stuff he can do. I, I've always been a fan of Sheamus, even though he's corny. But I, I've always been a fan of Sheamus. He's a good worker in the ring. He's always put on great matches. And Rusev, I think, has a lot of potential. He's not there yet, but he's got a lot of potential. I agree. So what's the next match? Let's, let's, uh, let's, go, to, um, let's go over to the U.S. title match where Kalisto, or should I say the new Rey Mysterio, um, <laughs> is going to face Ryback. This is a David and Goliath type of match. Um, Ryback has updated his character a little bit, gotten rid of the funky, uh, the funky singlet, and he's gone back to he, the Goldberg type look, as we talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, Ryback on the microphone convinces me sometimes a little bit, not much. And he's a hit or miss. But uh, I do like this match. I think this match will be um, good. I think it'll last, you know, six seven minutes, but that's all it needs to last. Ryback will get blown up after that. Uh, he's in great shape, but I mean, I don't think he could hang with Kalisto, his speed too too long. Um, I do like the David and Goliath thing. I think it'll be a great motivator for Kalisto to keep branching out and do single stuff. Um, Ryback has a lot of potential. He's been in the company a long time. We don't realize this, but you know, all the way from NXT to the Nexus to him being injured, coming back, and him having his issues with the company, he's been with the company a long time. So. Um, I like the match as far as who goes over. Honestly, I want to see Kalisto run with this belt for a while, but I have a feeling, and it's not a good feeling, I have a feeling that Ryback is going to end up going over and they're going to, it's going to be like that heel versus face thing that we talked about earlier, where it's going to have a feud for a little while, because it's the first time they faced each other. Yeah, I do believe that, I believe that Ryback's going to get the belt. I think that Kalisto's had it for a little bit now. Um, I think that they're going to want to bring somebody that can, uh, a John Cena-ish feel back to the belt in which, like, it's going to feel important. And the only way you can do that is when you have a champion that can go out and cut promos, which they don't really do with Kalisto. He's just kind of right. holding on to the title, and he comes out and defends it, and then that's the end of it. You know, right. we celebrate, and then that's the end. So I think they're going to want to put the belt on Ryback so he can go back to cutting promos, which is not a good idea for Ryback. He's kind of like a Roman Reigns. He needs to keep it short. And we'll get to that. Um, we will get to that. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I do think that they're going to do that. I think they will do a little feud, you know, be the uh, David versus Goliath type of thing. Um, they may or may not put it back on Kalisa. We'll see. But I do think that Ryback's going over. So Agreed. No, no reason to stay on that one too long. What's next? Let's go to um, – let's talk about the Dudley Boys and the Usos in a tag team match. Now, on – uh, for me, so far, they haven't made this a tables match, but they hint at it during every single build for this match. That the Dudleys are no longer using tables, and that's a heel tactic because they're always using tables. Yeah. The Usos have used the table in every segment so far leading up to this. They haven't made it a tables match yet. I don't know if they will make it a specific tables match. I think that would be better for the match. Um, because having a one-on-one -on -one match with no title, I mean, this, this feels like a pre-show match to me, like a kickoff match to me. Um, unfor and that's, I hate to say that, but the Usos have been on a kickoff match for the last four or five WrestleManias. Yeah. Um, and the Dudley boys, great team, uh, hall of fame team, no doubt. Um, fantastic. But the story behind this 
the Dudleys don't want to use tables, and the Usos will. That's pretty much where the story lies. Yeah. And, I mean, it's lacking. I think that... I, I, I don't see a great, like, tag team encounter out of this. I see a I fight. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, that's why a tables match, no rules, I think that would be better. I see a fight. I see Dudleys going over on this one. And I think what they're going to do is they're going to set up the Dudleys to feud with the uh, the New Day. New I Day, hope so. New Day has recently turned face. So they're going to need a good heel tag team to kind of go against League of Nations, isn't it? No. They're not it. Um, they, I, they, they've got to be looking to split them soon because they're, they're so. not going anywhere. So I think that the Dudleys would be the new um, tag team for the New Day to face. Eventually, they might put the championships on the Dudleys one more time. Give them that Give 23rd them that, reign or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, is, is it that had, it's I think like, they've, it's nine, well, right? Or, well, in the WWE, that's all they're, yeah. they're talking about. But they've been champions in so many federations, yeah. 21, 22 times. But okay. I think it's nine. They wanted to get to 10 yeah. in the WWE. So, I do see that. That's pretty far out booking. But for, just for this match in general, I see the Dudleys going over on the Usos. I agree. Um, just to set them up for something better. I agree. And the uh, Usos have once been plagued with injury, and they've been kind of back and forth on Total Divas that kind of do their own thing. I love the Usos. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I think, you know, they don't have a lot of a drive underneath of them right now. And we talked about the New Day. Dudley's came in as a face team and faced the New Day as heels. That feud didn't get over at all. You switch it, have the Dudley boys, and I think Bubba, I think they're both fantastic heels, the Dudley boys. And you put them against the New Day who can flip-flop and do pretty much anything. I think that's going to be a great feud. And right. I think that's going to be leading up. I agree. So, all right, moving cool. on. Cool, cool. Um, let's go on to the... Intercontinental Championship Ladder Match, which we touched on a little bit earlier. So, who's in this? All right. Kevin Owens is the champion. We got Sami Zayn, which we talked about earlier. We got Sin Cara, who has worked hard for the last year with the Lucha Dragons, um, so I don't mind him being in there. We've got The Miz, who is a good staple with the company, good worker. Um, don't mind that being in there. Dolph Ziggler, who is one of the hardest workers for the company, who always gets put in these type of matches. Um, I got an opinion on Ziggler, but that's another uh, in itself. Stardust, which I think is one of the best character ideas ever. I don't know who came up with that, but it's kind of running mid-card, but I don't mind it. Every time I see Stardust, I'm entertained. He To me, and I'm going to just say this real quick. And Cody Rhodes is a great worker, but go ahead. I love Cody Rhodes. I love how much dedication he put into the Stardust character. Unfortunately, it just never really got over. No. That's just the truth. I don't know exactly why or what he could have done more because he put his all into it. Yeah. But I, I, whether it was, whether he was face or heel, it just never quite clicked with the crowd. You know what and I liked? Dashing Cody Rhodes when he was pretending to be a playboy and yeah. looking in the mirror all the time. Yeah. Now, that's a gimmick that he can do very easily, much right. much more easier than the Stardust. But you're right. It never really caught wind. But I think it's, I think it's great. Yeah. I like what he put into it. So and go, yeah. it's good. I, I don't mind seeing Stardust on the card anywhere. In the mid-card, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's good. Now, here's the, uh, here's the tickler of this match. Now, Real quick, before we get to that, Dirty Mike, you, you threw me off, man. I just got to hear this real quick. What what, what's your opinion on Dolph Ziggler? It's like you, you threw that in uh, there, and I just got to know now. Dolph Ziggler, he's, he's, all right. he's Dolph Ziggler. So what is Dolph Ziggler has um, – he's burned a couple bridges inside pol politically and things like that. But Dolph Ziggler, all the way from the Spirit Squad all the way up, he sells like nobody's business. He puts on four-star, five-star matches. Him and Sheamus, that's another one. Um, they both do it. And he is the modern-day young Shawn Michaels. And I think that's why they've given him the super kick um, as a finisher. I hate that, actually. I, I don't say I'm liking it. I think, I don't think, I think it's a good mid-match maneuver for him. But I think the super kick, first of all, is getting 
outplayed. It's, it's, it's overused. Everybody's it's using overused. it. It's overused. I mean, I think, you know, and, and I think it's kind of, uh, I don't know, a little disrespectful of Shawn Michaels that, like, so many people are using it. Yeah. And, I mean, it's like you don't see people running around using the uh, the stunner, Stone Cold Stunner. You don't see people running around using the rock bottom. You know what I'm saying? These, like, You moves. see variations of that, but you don't yeah. see specifically. Specifically, yeah. right, yes. So, but the point is that you kind of respect the fact that, like, you know, these guys made these moves what they are. And I feel like that's kind of how Shawn Michaels was with the Sweet Chin music. Right. And to give it to Dolph Ziggler, who already has starch comparisons to Shawn Michaels, like, that seemed a little, like, you, you just gone too far. It's like you're trying to make a replica. And, and that's, why? that's why I don't like it, because he's not really doing his own thing. He doesn't have his own character. He used to. Um, but it, he's kind of gotten away from that. Now he's a workhorse. Doesn't really have a lot of character-driven stuff, and he's kind of stuck. Yeah, I like Dolph Ziggler though. I think um, a little more, a little more mass on him, a little more character on him. I think he could be a main eventer. We go, but you can put him in a main event, and he will perform for you. He will never win, but he will <laughs> perform for you because he had that one stint. Uh, you know, when he won the Money in the Bank yeah. ladder match, and he cashed it into one of the biggest pops I've ever heard. Beat Alberto Del Rio. He stayed champion for a month, and it was over. So. I, I like I like Dolph Ziggler, but I don't like the fact that he's becoming a Shawn Michaels Jr. Yes, and the super kick way outplayed. It's a kick, it's a punch, but it's how you do it. Um, way way overplayed. Everybody uses everybody. It. The Usos, Alberto Del Rio, Page, Dolph Ke- Ziggler, Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens. You know. Yeah. So I mean, sometimes it's to the midsection. So sometimes it's not always the sweet chin music, so yeah. to speak. But it just the fact that you know, even Rusev uses it. I mean. Yeah, it's it's overdone. They all do. It's overdone. Yeah, it's a little bit too much. But again, another podcast in yeah. itself. We're gonna try yeah. to hit you up at least once a month, but maybe every two weeks, and we're gonna put this up, and we want people to send it in. Dirty Ugly Wrestling yes. at Gmail dot com. Hit us up. Let's discuss what's going on. All right, man. Um, so let's get on to who who's winning this match. Well, let me uh, name the last name in that, which is Zach Ryder. Um, here's a guy that another one got a lot of momentum, did it himself. Got over and WWE just because like oh we don't want Zack Ryder to get over so we're just gonna bury it. All right, so is this Zack Ryder's last chance? We know he went back down to NXT. They put him with the hype bros. Now we're kind of seeing him in a WrestleMania moment. Is this WWE giving him his last shot to see what he can do? It and, might be. And is it too late for him to go back to the Long Island Ice? What, what, Long, Long Island, Island Ice. And the thing is, I loved it. I loved the fact that he was able to go there. That happened to be during the time I stopped watching wrestling. So, all right, let's just put that out there. But when I go back and look at the footage and everything, I like what I see. I thought it was pretty cool. I hate that WWE kind of kept him down because he wasn't the guy that they wanted at the time. Exactly. And so, you know, everybody kind of cooled off on the character. It looks like he himself cooled off on the character. He doesn't really play yeah. to that anymore. Doesn't he really have the the, the get up? Doesn't yeah. really do the hair. Still has the music, and yeah. his music still gets over. Yeah. But the problem is, is is that going to hurt him? Like, because I feel like he has to go back to something. Yeah. Because him just coming out with no character, like that's not helping him. Right. He has and to do something. Here's the problem with this. Um, I believe Neville was supposed to be in this match, and Neville got hurt. Oh. Uh... So Zack Ryder. Good worker, you know. He travels with the main roster, works on the um, works on the house shows. Yeah, and he's still working with the hype bros, and he's still doing NXT. And I think that's a great gimmick for him, and I think that's really going to push um, both guys yeah. in the and hype bros. They're on breaking ground. Yeah. Yep, on breaking ground, yeah. right? But I, and this is just my opinion. I think Zack Ryder is in there because Neville got hurt. Because you have not seen Zack Ryder on WWE TV at 
all, like yeah. on the main roster, yeah. unless it was for a specific reason. Um, he's not been up there in a story. He hasn't been up there doing anything. So this past Monday night on Raw, when I saw the three of them, now first of all, I, I love the fact that Kevin Owens said, I'm going to put three people in a triangle match, and it happened to be Zack Ryder, Stardust, and Sin Cara. <laughs> I thought that was funny. And I'm like, I know where this is going, because they want to put, they don't have a Money in the Bank ladder match, so they got to put an Intercontinental ladder match. I like it. It'll probably lead off the main show. I'm okay with that. So, Zack Ryder. One last shot, maybe, but maybe they're just bringing him up to fill just spot. Because. And I think injured. Zack Ryder's still young enough. He could go back to it if he wants to. Yeah. Um, yeah, he hasn't outgrown it. He hasn't outgrown yeah, it. Not yet. I think people would appreciate it. I think he, and I think yeah. that would be like a retro thing, yeah, even it, though it's. Uh, and we got the WWE right. Network. I'm but, not promoting him, but yeah. he can put a show on there. Yeah, but here's the thing. I feel like Zack Ryder, psychologically, him as a person, he probably doesn't feel the passion for it anymore because he probably just feels so screwed over. Defeated, the, because, defeated. Yeah. defeated would be the best word. Defeated by the company, they probably doesn't even feel that that passion for that character anymore, like he had because he did it with all of his heart once and it he didn't did. work out for him. And so it's hard to go back to something like that after you've been put down that far. But not I to spend you. too much time on that. That's who's, all right. Who's winning this match? All right, seven guys. I see ladder match. Um, if I got to pick one. If they wanted to, I, I, first of all, I don't see Sami Zayn winning it. I think he's got to get more traction under Are more you serious? character. I actually have Sami Zayn winning this so match. So, here's the problem with that. Like right. you said, there's no character underneath of it. The only reason that I see him winning this match, that Kevin Owens, that they can fuel that feud, because Kevin Owens right now is the champion. Um, Kevin Owens has had that belt for a while. The Intercontinental title kind of lost some tracking, or some track, I should say. So, here's the way I see it. If Sammy, I would love to see it. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'd love to see it. That's kind of like Daniel Bryan winning it last year. But Daniel Bryan was kind of going out. Kevin Owens, I see him retaining. This is a group of misfits. Um, I don't see anybody coming out of this match with the title except Kevin Owens. But if they happen to give Dolph Ziggler a shot, which I don't think they will, mm-hmm. this would be his WrestleMania moment to shine. Whether they go anywhere with the Intercontinental title or not, you know, take the feud with Ziggler and Owens out a little bit and then go into the feud with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens because that's inevitable. That's going to happen. But Sami Zayn has not been on the main roster long enough to warrant that title. Dolph Ziggler deserves it. He's worked his butt off. Dolph Ziggler deserves it, but Dolph Ziggler has recently had the IC belt and lost it. Kevin Owens now has it. I feel like giving it to Sami Zayn sets up good for a nice Kevin Owens and Zayn feud. Maybe Owens gets not exactly screwed out of the belt, but somehow Zayn wins it when he shouldn't have really won it. And, you know, that sets up something. I don't know. I had Zayn going over just because I... But if Zayn doesn't go over, yeah. right, what you're saying, I'm, I'm sticking with Kevin Owens. I don't think... I don't see Dolph Ziggler winning this belt. Yeah. He just doesn't seem like he's in that picture right now. Yeah, so I said, if they want to push him, I see Ziggler winning it. But otherwise, I see Kevin Owens still dragging that because he's, he's a good heel. A good heel with a title is always a good thing. Yeah. Um, because... You want uh, you want people fighting up from underneath, and that's that's what the way you build wrestling. So yeah. I don't mind that at all. So I say, you know, maybe Sami Zayn if they want to push that because they can have that feud without the title. Absolutely. So absolutely. So I won't, I won't put it on Kevin Owens. Okay. But uh, like I said, this is the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. This is Dirty Mike with the Big Ugly. We're talking about WrestleMania. 
Um, this one went a little long, but I think it's because we had so much to talk about. I mean, this is three days <laughs> worth of content going on. We so do. We, we had, this one's going to be a little lengthy. Yeah, and yeah. we hope you're enjoying yourself. Yeah. You know, if you're still listening by now, you know, um, we hope you're enjoying yourself. Please email us at dirtyuglywrestling at gmail.com. And we are going to uh, hit you up and answer your questions on the next podcast. And we're going to find out where we can uh, put that podcast up for you. Let's do it. So, um, let's go on. Next match. We got more. Yep. Um, let's go for... Uh, let's go with Dean Ambrose and Brock Lesnar in a no-holds-barred street fight. No-holds-barred street fight. Mike, I, I believe I had a question for you. Oh. On this, up? in my notes. And this is what it says. How do you make, how do you not make this match predictable? <laughs> and the reason I'm saying that is because we all know Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar. Dean Ambrose is Dean Ambrose. We know Brock Lesnar can beat the hell out of Dean Ambrose. Like, that's just what it is. How do you not make this match predictable where Brock Lesnar just goes in there and, and squashes Ambrose? Or make us even for one second believe that Ambrose has a chance of winning this match? Dean has gone under every single time in every feud. He, is, he was the champion, the Intercontinental Champion for a little bit, but he lost it quick. Um, you're right. How do you see this match not being predictable? That's where I hope they flip the script on us. I don't think they're going to do that. But I see Brock Lesnar having most of this match at his advantage. I see a lot of different things. But I do see Dean fighting up from underneath. I do see Dean getting up a little bit. I see him fighting his heart out, fighting his heart out, and then eventually he just goes down. Um, but that builds Dean Ambrose to build his character as this never-say-die you know, whether he loses or not, it's just about him fighting. He's going to fight until he can't fight anymore. Um, this is a one and done. I do not see this feud going anywhere. Um, but I do see this elevating Dean Ambrose because as we know, and we'll talk about this later again, Dean Ambrose is probably one of the most over people in the company. Um, he can be the champion. He should be the champion. And when he had his match with Triple H at Roadblock, I think that was called, fantastic match. Beautiful match. But how do you ever see, again, predictable, how do you ever see Dean Ambrose winning that match? I'd like to think about I, it that way. I'm going to say Dean Ambrose wins the match if the Wyatts get involved and screw over Bray Wyatt. This is a street fight. Or screw, screw Brock over. Yeah. Who, yeah. who did I say? I said, said screw, screw over Bray Wyatt. Bray oh screwed Bray. Why Brett did... screwed Brett. <laughs> so, so, yeah, if Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family go in and screw over Brock Lesnar like they did in Royal Rumble, Brock Lesnar loses. That sets up the feud, which I'm not looking forward to for Bray Wyatt and Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I wasn't looking forward to it at Roadblock. Still not looking forward to it. it and just... they're teasing it, and they're not doing anything about yeah. it. I don't know. I yeah. know, um, not Harper, but uh, uh, Luke Harper. I can't yeah, remember Harper, his partner. Luke Harper. Is, it, is he the one that's hurt right yeah, now? Yeah, Luke Harper got hurt. Okay. Yeah. So it is him. So, you know, they got those guys getting hurt and not getting hurt. And Bray Wyatt's not on the card. And that's a travesty in itself because Bray Wyatt is so freaking talented. But, the, but listen, we're going to talk about the Wyatt family. We're not going to do it tonight because that will keep us in. I have, and, and Derry Mike already knows this, I have strong opinions on the Wyatt family, what's being done with them. We're going to talk about them. Yeah, They're we're going to the get card. into that. They're not on the card. But that's going to be the next drop. WWE dropped the ball. Dropped that's going to be our next <laughs> podcast. And we're oh, going to talk man. about a lot of yeah. people, including the Wyatt family. Yes. But like so, you said, if the Wyatts get involved, I can see Brock only losing this match if he gets screwed over. Otherwise, if it's just one-on-one -on -one, or um, if it's not any other dynamic like that, Brock wins, no questions asked. Um, Brock doesn't need to win this match. 
Um, the last match he actually needed to win and that he did win was when he defeated The Undertaker's undefeated streak at WrestleMania 30. Um, and I think that gives Brock some legs for him for the next couple of years while he's still doing this. But I think um, unless a miracle occurs, Brock goes over. I'm 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 gonna say I'm sticking with Brock going over as well. Um, even thinking about the screw job, if if they decide to do that, I'm still going to say that. Um, unless they go with that, I'm saying Brock goes over. But I do believe no matter what happens in this match, Brock's gonna make Dean look like a million bucks. Sure. Um, and uh, hopefully Dean does not get hurt because this has been we've been plagued with injury. Dean Ambrose is a guy that goes 110 percent every single time. So we don't want him to get hurt. So, but that I'm really looking forward to watching that match, regardless. Yeah, I'm always looking forward to it, a Brock Lesnar match. There's gonna be match. blood, man. Lesnar's gonna get busted open. It, yeah, and he's that's got, another. He's got some thin skin. Yeah, yeah, he, he does yeah. get busted open quite a bit, and he's very pasty. Yeah, so it's, that that can happen. Yeah, the imagery is gonna look good. Absolutely. Right, so moving on. Who's next? Let's go on. Um, we discussed a couple of yeah, these guys we're, earlier. We're almost through this card. Dude. We're almost yeah. through, man. But this so, is gonna be a big card. Divas let's talk, match. Yeah, let's talk about the divas match. Let's talk about. And did I even write that on here? Yeah, you wrote it. What is yeah. wrong with me? Um, Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, triple threat. That's right. For the divas championship, Charlotte is the champion. We talked about this a little bit earlier. All three of these women. Um, have worked really hard over yeah. the past several years. They all made it to the main roster. They're all getting their shot, and I hope they get a chance to shine. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I'm hoping they do a good job. We know from NXT they can wrestle. We right. know they all have chemistry together. I'm going to say um, Charlotte retains, though. That, yeah. Charlotte's retaining. Um, I don't think that they've given enough attention to Sasha Banks or Becky Lynch uh, in the past to warrant them now having the championship. Um, I think that Charlotte may win via help from Ric Flair, as mm. usual. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely saying Charlotte retains his belt and uh, maybe goes into uh, more of a feud with Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I, I believe Charlotte goes over. I believe a little cheating is involved. I love the fact that a heel cheats. I love the fact that a heel has a valet or a manager outside and they help them cheat. That does You don't see that a lot these days. Um, so... I think it's going to be a great match. I hope they let them all go. Triple threat matches are harder in general just because you got to have two people working and one person on the side. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of three-way action going there. Right. Um, I see this match going six to eight minutes, yeah. uh, bell to bell. Yeah. Um, I believe Charlotte um, will get... Uh, a lot of the heat in the match, of course. Uh, people are really over for Sasha. People are over for Becky, too, but more over for Sasha. Yeah. I think Sasha's going to be the next big thing as far as the uh, the Divas division goes. But as we talked about earlier, if Bailey comes up the next night, oh, man, to see the four of them actually button heads and then eventually having a fatal four-way match probably at SummerSlam for the Divas title. Oh. That would be great. Oh, that would be great. Charlotte's got to keep it though. A good heel with a title is always. Eventually, you got to yeah. get somebody else over. But a good heel with a title. And I feel like Charlotte's comfortable in that role. I think that, even though I think that the whole Ric Flair thing has been a little heavy-handed with him, but I do like how he kind of is a valet for her. He kind of interferes, getting her that that heel heat. Um, but uh, I, I do think that um, she she's good as a heel. Yeah, definitely better than her being. Uh, a face like she works better as a hit. Absolutely, sure. and this uh, this match has potential. I think this match. Hopefully, they don't put this in the dreaded. You know, they have a huge match and then they have a bring down match and then they have the main event. That's not where this belongs. This belongs in the first or second hour. Yeah. Um, it needs to be profiled. 
Uh, these women have yeah. deserved it. I love the fact that we have women's wrestling back, um, and it's great. Yeah. So the Charlotte, next step is changing that from the divas back to a women's championship. And yeah, but you got the show Total Divas. Uh, you know it. they got that yeah. big beautiful belt. I get it, but I like the fact that NXT keeps it as the women's championship. They're not divas down there, right? Um, you get up to the main roster, you become a superstar, you become a diva. That's fine, um, but you don't lose that. Passion. That you don't use that heart. Yeah. So I, I th- or lose that heart. I think that's a great thing. So Charlotte goes over. I'm saying Charlotte. Yep. I agree. Yeah. So moving on to uh, probably a very huge match and could mean a lot as far as the mm. future of one person or the future of the business. Mm-hmm. Taker, Undertaker, that is, and Shane McMahon in a Hell in a Cell stipulation that if Shane wins, he gets control of the business and Monday Night Raw specifically. Yep. Undertaker wins and Shane is just out of luck. Undertaker loses and new stipulation, he retires. Right. They say he's done at WrestleMania, but that's pretty much where he wrestles anyway, except once or twice a year. Right. So, yeah, if Taker wins, he's done, and then we see him take his walk. Um, I'm biased on this one. So, Taker's already lost at WrestleMania, so the streak's not on the line. No. And it would never be on the line against a guy named Guy with Shane. Shane, I love Shane McMahon. I'm like you said, this has a lot of possibility in this match. And because Shane likes to take big bumps, because Taker at WrestleMania is just a thing to see. Um, I'm biased in this that I want to see Taker lose only because I'm gonna be there and I wanna be a part of that moment when Taker makes his last walk from the ring back. I thought I saw it a couple times already. Mm-hmm. I thought it was it happened at Hell in a Cell when he faced Triple H with Shawn Michaels as the referee. I thought yeah. that would have been it. I thought when he lost at WrestleMania to Brock Lesnar. I thought that was it. I want to be a part of that moment. I want to see Taker's last match. I don't want him to go. I think he's going to be a staple in the company for a long, long time. But as we all know, Taker could have given this up 12, 13 years ago. Yeah. Um, he's been fighting... You know, he's still in great shape for being, just having a birthday, as a matter of fact. Just a little over 50 years old. But I want to be a part of that. Now, Shane McMahon. And I want to hear your opinion on this. Shane McMahon is a fantastic performer. Absolutely. He is not a fantastic wrestler. Shane McMahon is popular because of the spots that he's done. The huge bumps. Yeah, those huge bumps. And the dancing. Yeah, and the dancing, you know, being thrown through glass by Kurt Angle, mm. falling off of the huge, like, almost like Titan Tron thing. I mean, you know, just like doing crazy things. And then the thing where he jumps from one side of the ring to the other, hits you, you know. The coast to coast. Yeah, coast to coast. That's what it is, right. So, we know him for that. Can he put on a great match with an aging wrestler like Taker? Doubtful. A great match? No. A great performance? Maybe. Maybe. It depends I, on where it goes. Like, they're going to tell a story in this match. Taker is going to be the general in the ring. Um, Shane, it, it's tough because, you know, you've had Taker and Vince before, and that was a great fight, but nowhere close to a classic match. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they can put on a performance. They can take their time. They can drag it out. They can have drama. They can have heat. And Shane will take a big bump somewhere. 
I don't know what. Uh, they keep saying he's going to jump off of that sign at AT&T Stadium, the big Titan Tron that's about. I don't think he can reach it. But Yeah, no. Nah, I don't think that's going to happen. That would be a little too. But crazy. he's going to take a big bump, probably off the top of the cell. So um, he, he'll pull a Mankind type of yeah. bump? Yeah. But that's a bit dangerous. Uh, it's very and dangerous. Especially for somebody that's been out of the business as long as Shane. I mean, back when he was doing that, you know, he was kind of consistent. But His body's not used to taking bump for it. Take, take taking bump that, right, right. Especially... Now, mind you, I'm pretty sure he's going to prepare for this match. But still, you're not prepared. It, it it takes something mentally to get back to that point, you know. Yeah. And the more time he's been out of the ring, your body's not prepared for it. Shane's gotten older. He's not young Shane anymore. He's right. got, You know what I'm saying? So you got to take all of those into account. Personally, I haven't really been that much of a fan of the booking of this match. It was great seeing Shane come back. It was fun watching yeah. it. But when I found out he was facing The Undertaker... Um, you know, I just, uh, it, it just didn't excite me, but at it the same time, it didn't make sense. Yeah, it didn't make sense. It's, I don't think many people thought it made sense, but it is what it is. We got the match. I'm saying that Shane wins this match. I don't know how, how do you, how do you have Shane win the match and still make Undertaker look good? Because Shane winning is clean is unbelievable. No, that ain't never going to happen. Right. So how do you make it look like Shane wins and still keep him as almost like a face so that he doesn't screw over Taker, mm-hmm. but have it so that Taker lose on like a legit, uh, you know, like an illegitimate basis pretty much. So. The only thing I can think of is Vince calling Sh- Taker his bitch. Pardon my language, but that's what he said. Um, and then Vince screwing over Taker um, in this match and somehow giving the win to Shane, which is what Ultimately, they're setting this up as a Vince versus Shane thing, mm-hmm. but it could be a swerve. Okay. This is where I'm seeing this, and Vince and Shane are on the same page the whole time, and Shane will then effectively become a heel, because the initial pop was good. That's not going to last. Shane won't get that pop every time, all the time. Right. Um, Taker will. Taker's a face for the rest of his career, for the rest of his life. Yeah. Um, so, I see this, again, this is a face versus face situation. Yeah. But I see the swerve coming, I see Vince swerving, and I see Taker going down. And then uh, that sets up for Vince, Taker, some way or another, uh, maybe not against each other, but you know, Vince getting guys from the authority or hiring people to take out Taker and put him out. Um, because he can't wrestle at WrestleMania anymore, you know, it just doesn't mean that he can't wrestle anywhere else anymore. Right. Um, or any other shows. But... But a lot of things can happen here. A lot of things. A lot of things can happen here. We uh, never I expected mean, Shane yeah. McMahon to come out. So right. what could happen yeah. here? Anything a lot, could happen. A lot of things could happen. I think you got to set Shane up to win for the future of, of Raw. I think that the authority, the authority storyline is kind of dead. You've been doing it for like the past two years. I mean, we're going. The authority storyline has been going on since the Shield was together, and that's starting oh, to feel man. like a distant memory. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and so it's like the authority. It, it's it's dead. It's you know it's been beaten into the ground now. You gotta get some new "quote unquote" control or you know government over Raw to, right. to make things a little different to spice things up because seeing Triple H and Stephanie come out and wear the authority and sometimes they got other people working for it. You know, it's getting old. It's getting yeah. tired. Um, you got you got to find something different. So I'm I'm saying Shane wins this for the future of what's going to happen with Raw. And I say we're going to get a different but, product on Raw. I think we're going to get more of a distinction between Raw and SmackDown. I think we're going to get a brand extension thing. I think we're going to get um, internal battle again. Because um, they want to bring back some of that flavor that they had with either Raw versus SmackDown or Nitro versus Raw. You know, um, I think 
this is setting up for that. And I think on Raw the next night, we're going to see a really different show. And then when we get to SmackDown on Thursday night, we're going to see even a different show. Different directions for both shows so they don't have five hours of the same programming right. on every night. Okay. So, so, Shane goes over. You're saying Shane goes over. I do too. All right, guys. Just so you know, we're on to the last match. This probably gets split into two separate podcasts. Because this, is, this has been more. I'm glad you guys have been listening. DirtyUglyWrestling at gmail.com. That's right. Please uh, send us any comments, uh, any questions, any topics that you might want us to discuss. When we come back next time, it's going to be after WrestleMania. Dirty Mike here is going to have gone to WrestleMania. <laughs> so we're going to get we're going to get inside scoop on everything. That's you right. You know what I'm saying? What they talk about backstage, we want to know it all. So, um, but for right now, let's get into this last match of the uh, of the night. This and is how we going, started. Yeah, and then we're going to get out of here. So last match of the night, Roman Reigns. Wait, Roman Reigns versus Triple H. Is this the last match of the night? Have they announced that this is the main event? Because I don't think they've yet announced that this is the main event of WrestleMania. They really haven't talked about this being the main event. And yeah. because they've left that ambiguous, I think they can make Taker Shane the last match of the night. I think that that would be a mistake. But, uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't be shocked. And I wouldn't be shocked either, but, the, you know, Triple H has always been a fan of the World Heavyweight Championship goes at the end, no matter what. Yeah. Now, you know that he and Jericho followed Rock and Hogan back at WrestleMania 18, yeah. and Rock and Hogan were way up top here, and then Jericho and Triple H fizzled out, and that was yeah. the main event. Yeah, and that is true, but here's the thing. This is why I think it's a mistake. Roman Reigns and Triple H, we know they can put on a good performance. That's true. Taker and Shaman Man, this is unpredictable. We're in uncharted waters here. We don't know how well they're going to work together in the ring. And I mean, it could, for a main event, you want to go out with something. Uh, you got to stick with the championship on the line. Two guys you know can put on a great match. Not something that's like, uh, you know, it's already got a shaky story to it. I, I don't think it should be a uh, main event. But we've already covered that, so we're not going to keep uh, beating into this Hell in a Cell match. But getting into it, no matter where it is on the card, who goes over? Who wins the belt or retains? Oh, my goodness. See, I'm torn with this one. You're torn. I'm, all right, I'll start off. Go I'm ahead. Going with, I'm going with Roman Reigns. I want to hear Roman your Reigns, Roman Reigns beats Triple H for the belt. Um, he, he gets his WrestleMania moment. We know Reigns, obviously, has won the title already. Right. But he hasn't really had the WrestleMania moment. He's been chasing the title since he kind of got screwed out of it someone could say at Royal Rumble because generally the match is not for the title um, at Royal Rumble. So well, he got just, screwed out of the WrestleMania last year when Seth Rollins cashed in yeah, money in the bank. Right. So I'm thinking Reigns finally wins the title. Here's my thing. Reigns wins the title, but Reigns has to turn heel. Amen. I mean, listen, we can, I don't think anybody is ever going to cheer Roman Reigns at the end of a match, standing up on the ropes, putting his fist up again, when he comes out on top. It's if anything, just, they're going to boo him. They're going to boo him. And even though it's WrestleMania, you've already got the numbers. You've already got everything. That's not how you want WrestleMania. You don't want the confetti dropping and everything with Roman Reigns being booed out. That's right. 100,000 people booing Reigns. You don't want to see 100,000 people walking right. away during that main event. Yeah. And then, you know, seeing it as, as it's predictable. And then you look at the last shot and it's only 50,000 people left. And half of them are walking out the door. Right. And the rest of them are booing. Yeah. You don't do that. Like, you ended WrestleMania 30 with Daniel Bryan winning, and that's what everybody wanted to see after yes. that point. You ended last year with, uh, uh, you throw a monkey wrench in, Seth Rollins winning, which was a shocker. Yeah. Which he, I think still got a good reaction because... It did. Reigns did 
Because Reigns didn't win, at no. least. No. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. people were expecting that last year. Yeah. People were expecting Reigns to beat Lesnar because that's the way the story should go. Yeah. Um, it didn't go that way. Seth Rollins cashed in, and I'm glad he did. Thank goodness. Um, here's your point, and, and to your point, Roman wins. I agree. Triple H being you know where he's at in his life and his career, he can't run with that title. It doesn't make sense. Um, you know he needs to put it. They need to put it on a guy who's actually going to work every night. Now, granted, the quality of work and the type of work is going to still yet to be seen. Uh, Roman Reigns is great in the ring. Roman Reigns has a lot of stamina. He's got a lot of family history. He's mediocre at best on the microphone. Recently, and this is what I wanted to bring up to you, and you might have seen this. Roman Reigns is not coming through the crowd anymore. Roman Reigns is coming out from the entrance. Roman Reigns, and I, I might even have sent you a text message, he put on the best promo that I have seen him do. It was short. It was to the point. It had some bullet points. He got the crowd popped, and he, he was out. He didn't talk. Like, he usually gets on the microphone and has a conversation. Yeah. You don't do, he can't do that. This is the first step for turning him heel. I think they're teasing it. I think that when you get to WrestleMania, Triple H is going to get cheered because Roman Reigns is going to get booed. Yes. I think Triple H is going to put Roman through the ringer. I think, well, he's the champion. He's the heel in the story right now. Um, but Roman will win. But Roman will do something to turn heel. Now, what was the, what, what, what will the something be? That's, the, that's a good question because technically Triple H should already be a heel. The thing is, is that it doesesn't take much for Roman Reigns to turn heel because no. people don't like him already. If he cheats a little bit, if he low blows Triple H, trust me, you, you, you get, yeah, it won't matter. You gave them everything they needed to hate you. So I hate Roman Reigns. All right, let me not say. Let me <laughs> you not said say, that at the beginning. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is the Finishing dirty the way ugly we started. Podcast. That's yes. right. So I don't hate Roman Reigns. Let me tell you what it is about Roman Reigns, real quick, before we get out of here. So Roman Reigns is a great performer. I like that. I, I like what he does. I think he's dedicated. He's trying. It, I don't know if it's the way they booked him or what, but he's stale to me. Every time I hear him on a microphone, it's like he doesn't have a grasp. He, he can't grasp who he is. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like he doesn't know who he wants to be. And it's like I get that they may give you a script or they give you something to read off of. But, dude, you got to make it your own. You got to show us who you are. If you feel like you're a man of few words, be a man of few words. You know what I'm saying? Because, trust me, the whole going out there giving these long Triple H promo it doesn't work for him. Triple H can do it, not Roman Reigns. It doesn't work for him. I agree. He's got. I mean, and he, yeah, it just it just has it hasn't been working. Um, so it's made me kind of cool on <laughs> Roman Reigns. I was actually rooting for Reigns and like, come on, get it, get it. But he hasn't, and it's made me cool on him. And I feel like, yeah, just turn him heel. Just let the people hate him. Just do it. We talked about that with Cena for so long, and they'll never turn him heel because of the spot he has, because of the make-a-wishes he does, and because of everything he draws without turning heel. People love him. People hate him. These people just want, like to watch him perform. That will never happen. So here, they can do this. And I think if they end a WrestleMania with Roman turning heel, they only did it once. They turned Austin heel after he faced The Rock, which yeah. is kind of like a face-versus-face situation. Yeah. Um, that didn't work because people didn't want to boo Austin. People want to boo Roman. They want to. This is a slow burn. Yeah. I feel it coming, and this is what I want to tell you. And we, we didn't talk about AJ and Jericho, and I want to apologize about that. It's cut off on my notes here. Um, but we, we can get to that just real quick after we uh, knock this out. Yeah. Because uh, that one was just booked. I almost forgot about them. That yes. one was just yeah. booked. All right. Um, but anyway, 
Let's talk about this Roman Reigns turning heel thing real quick. Um, here's how I see this. Roman wins. He wins clean. Fans don't like it. It's not over. I think Dean Ambrose comes out to congratulate Roman Reigns. Dean Ambrose being one of the biggest faces and his best friend, nobody's going to expect Roman to turn on Dean. Dude. And Roman will then low blow and do every dirty, ugly thing in the book to Dean Ambrose. And he will make people stay in that stadium. It'll make people stay on the network. I think they'll throw the confetti. I think they'll get people booing Reigns. I think Ro I think um, Dean's going to come out. And I think, boom, there's the turn. The spear, man. If he hits Dean with a spear, those people will erupt. That, I will pop. I will yeah. lose my stuff. That's great booking right there. That, I will lose my. You know what I'm dude. saying? And that's why I think when Brock goes over earlier on Dean and gets him some sympathy, it's going to get him even more sympathy when he tries to fight up, fight yeah. up, fight up. Brock goes over. He comes out dragging his limp leg and selling his butt off, and he's going to come in there and congratulate Roman Reigns. Roman going to tear him up. He's either going to tear him completely up. Or he's going to hit him with a spear. And that's it. Yeah. And just stand over him. And that's going to be the last vision you see. I, I and you know what? The crowd will hate. You won't be getting that booing as we don't want to see you win the yeah. title. He'll be getting that good heel heat. Yes. He's going to get really good. Really and people booed. are going to yeah. be like, what's going to happen yeah. overall the next night? Which is great. Because then what that does is finally puts Ambrose into the championship contention. Where that's he needs right. to be. Because he is that caliber of a superstar. All right, guys. I lied. We were not on the last match here. Recently added, Chris Jericho, AJ Styles. We need to talk about this before we get out of here. It's the first <laughs> podcast, man. Come on. That's right. Like, it was just booked before yeah. I wrote my notes. Yeah. It was booked. So, so uh, Chris Jericho, go ahead. AJ Styles, AJ Styles goes over on Jericho. Absolutely. Jericho is building AJ really well. I think this is a great feud. I think they both have really good styles to complement each other. I think it's going to be a great match. Um, another six to eight minutes, but it's not going to be any rest holds or anything like that. I think you're going to see a good, strong match. Um, Jericho will put AJ over clean. Um, that will end this feud because they have been going at each other now yeah. for several times in several weeks. Um, but it, it's, it's been great, a good feud. It's been a great feud. Yeah, I love it. They've it's, done a good job. It's a great uh, vehicle to get AJ over. Yeah. Yeah. So, I agree. yeah, go ahead. Give AJ the, uh, the feud, uh, the, the win. At WrestleMania, I think it'd be, I think it'd be good. Jericho doesn't need, I mean, no, that, he's gonna take off and go back to Fozzie probably after this anyway. Yeah, so yeah. he comes back. This has every been a lengthy again. period that he's been in. Like, oh yeah, in a long time, he has not done a program like this in a long time. No, he yeah. comes in and does you know one quick thing with Bray Wyatt and he's out the door. Right, and I understand that because he's got that other thing going with Fozzie. Yeah, but he is a guy that can keep coming back. He's in you know, very decent shape, very good ring shape. Yeah, and he can put on a match. So. Yeah. Uh, and I love it, the fact that AJ Styles is in WWE. I hope he continues to um, to get over uh, with the fans like he is. I hope more character comes out of him. Um, Definitely. So I I like AJ in this match. I I love his music too. I mean, when that music drops, man, I'm 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 pumped, man. I don't know something about his music it gets me. But that's a big, that's, big important factor. Yeah. Hey, man, that is WrestleMania, man. We Woo! we sat here, we we got through it. Probably have to break this into two parts, which is fine. You guys can listen to it. Um, we, we thank you guys for, for listening. Dirty Ugly Wrestling. That's right. Get old wrestling. Please uh, hit us up. Email dirtyuglywrestling 
at gmail.com. We want to do more podcasts for you. Give us your thoughts. Give us your insights. Tell us what you want us to talk about as wrestling fans. Dirty, ugly wrestling fans. This is the real truth. Um, we try to give it to you as much as we can. We're not right. We're not wrong. We're just fans. That's all. That, I mean, that was, hey, that was a good way to say it. We're not wrong. <laughs> we're not right. right. We're not wrong. We're just, we're just fans. We're just fans, man. And we know you're fans out there, too, and we appreciate it, because otherwise, if you're not fans of professional wrestling, I don't know why you're listening. But yeah. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be, because we want you to be fans of pro yeah. wrestling. Maybe you're just a fan of yeah. the big, uh, the big ugly, or dirty mic, right. and I hope yeah. so. I don't know. Maybe we'll dedicate one podcast to, like, a, a UFC podcast or something. Just one. Like, just do one. We could do a portion of, of a UFC. Big fight or something. Yeah, we want to talk yeah. about that. We'll we talk watch, about it. We watch that. We do. Yeah. We're fight fans as well. Yeah. So, um, we thank you. For listening, enjoy WrestleMania if and when you watch it. If you're listening to this beforehand and after, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I'm making my way down to Dallas. I'm gonna hit up the dirt, uh, the Big Ugly while I'm down there, and we're gonna take some notes and we're gonna come back uh, in a couple weeks to do a post WrestleMania show and catch you up on Raw, SmackDown, and anything else in the world of professional wrestling. This is Dirty Mike. This is the Big Ugly. Dirty Ugly Wrestling at gmail.com. Ugly, what you got? One more word. I got two words for you. <laughs> this is PG. I'm Mike. sorry. We tried. Both of us kind of ready. You're going to yeah. have to bleep a couple things out. But we had a good time. Yeah. We hope you yeah. had a good time. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, uh, I don't know. What's our outro going to be? I feel like we should have did outro. Well, we're going to have a song yeah. in here somewhere. Yeah, yeah we'll but, put uh, a song. Yeah. DirtyUglyWrestling so, at gmail.com. Yeah. Deuces? That, that works. Deuces. Maybe it's just something that you can only hear